and welcome to this Inspired by 2020 chat series. I'm delighted to be joined uh, today by none other than V.B. Baskin. V.B., how are you? Namaste. It's great to meet you. And so, you know, you're hugely accomplished. You've had a significant television and radio career, RTE, BBC, Channel 5, Talk Radio, many, many accolades in the media business. I'm as interested in the pivot to wellness consultant and the fact that you owned a hotel in India and you're a motivational speaker and you're all about wellness and awareness and minding ourselves and mindfulness. And that is really deep to my heart. So I'm interested in the, the, in the first career, but also what you're doing today. So it's a real privilege and we just had a chat and I feel very relaxed talking to you. So welcome again. Thank you very much indeed. The pleasure is all mine, I have to say. And thank you for all those big, huge, fluffy, wonderful compliments, half of which I feel sure I don't deserve. But chronologically, you've got it our ways, I'm sorry to tell you. Okay. Because my wellness for Gary, as we'd say here in Ireland, it actually began uh, when I was still working in Dublin in RTE. Okay. So a lot of people would assume that because I went from there to the Beeb in London, from there to India, that I happened to find myself on, on Indian soil and I got interested in Indian wellness. Yeah. No, this wonderful system of Indian wellness called Ayurveda, yeah. I have discovered uh, here in Ireland through an Irish GP who was hugely interested in acupuncture and Reiki and all the different, what were then known as alternative medicines. But yeah. you know, that was the late 80s. So it's a long time ago. Wow. But that's how it started. Uh, the pivoting, yeah. I can answer that in one question. I can tell you exactly in one answer, I mean one word, why that happened, the pivoting. Yeah. yeah. The one word answer is boredom. Okay. Boredom was my great motivator. And here's how it happened. Uh, Working in RTE, for those who are not familiar with it, it's a fabulous place. I was very happy there. Yeah. I was privileged, actually, to be the first woman in Ireland to have a TV, a live TV chat show of her own. Yeah. So that I deeply uh, uh, was grateful for. But yeah. <clears throat> I've been there about eight years. And when you're driving to RTE, it used to be that you would drive in the avenue, and I always use my hands for this, when I'm giving a motivational talk and telling this sort of story. You drive in, you hang a right, and then you park over there. Yes. So it's in, hang a right, park over there. Yeah. <laughs> I had been doing that for eight years. I was in my early 40s. And just one day, it was the proverbial light bulb moment. Yeah. I said, wait a minute, Baskin. There's probably at least another 20 years of work left in you. I got that wrong too. It's much longer and I'm still at it. <laughs> and I said, you can't go on doing this, hang right yeah. for another 20 years and yeah. call it living. Simon, I just knew already then that there was a huge difference between existing and yep. living. The show was great. It proved to be very successful. But, you know, I just viewed life as a collection of phases. I didn't really know how many other phases there were going to be. And I yeah. still don't know. And I'm yeah. still in another bloody phase. And I'm hoping it'll never end. But it was boredom that made me think, no. And then I went from there to the BBC and Channel 5 and got into radio in a big way. I did okay. bits and pieces, some bigger, some smaller, for all the BBC radio stations and wow. the commercial ones like talk radio as well. Wow, wow. That really, really, that. 
that uh, we'll come on, we'll come we'll come on to the next stage in oh. a second. But but that really resonates with me because I started life as a corporate lawyer, and and everybody says what a cool career. And I was in it for about thirteen years, in the UK and here in Ireland. I worked for McCaffrey Sherrod, one of the big firms, and I was a legal counsel for tech companies. But to be honest with you, this is probably the first time I'm ever going to announce it. I was also bored, right? I found it kind of for me it was kind of soulless. It was good money. It was high prestige. And people said, you can't ever, you can't ever give it up. And my, my ego, my false male ego said, I can't give up this high paid career. But eventually I did, right? And I was kind of, I was forced to do it because I was, at the age of 39, I actually decided to move to Australia with my wife and daughters. Really, really, just, really just have a new experience. We just sold up, we left Dublin. And, and I've never looked back and, and you're, you're so right that life is just a whole series of different experiences and you never know what's around the corner. Like you and I just spoke beforehand about the station in America. Who knows? You and I might both be working on it. You don't know. You actually don't know, do you? you, you Imagine. No, but there is, I think, one principle that you have to bring into your life if you want these good things to happen. And shit happens too, let's face it. Come exactly. on. We have yeah. to survive those ones. But yeah. I think you have to be open, as they say, open to the universe to yes. let stuff in. And a second point about that that I also have found useful is that if you don't throw out old garbage and create space, yeah. then the newness may not come in. I agree. So it's very important to do that. Remember, stay open to the universe. I, that, that's so profound. Willingness, open-mindedness, and honesty are three words that recovery programs use. Willingness. Oh. You just talked about open-mindedness, being open-minded, and above all else, honesty. Honesty with yourself. So, 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 so you were at the BBC and talk radio, and that career was continuing. What happened next? Well, at least I got the timing a bit better this time. It, it was eight years at RT. It was four years uh, to five in the UK. And I yes. love the UK, too, and I love London, what a mighty city that is. It is. Uh, and in comparison with the Indian cities, oh my God, London yeah. is just so smooth and yeah. empty, which yeah. is hard to believe. Um, it was the same thing. I just realized this is not the only, this is not what my whole life is going to be about. Yeah, yeah. And I also came to realize, Simon, that all I'd really done was change my geographical location. You know, I was still very much in familiar territory with broadcasting. Yeah. I was in an English-speaking Western country, yeah. uh, and somehow that wasn't enough either. So I just chucked the whole thing in, and I thought, what next? And I hadn't a clue. Yeah. So I went on a holiday, wow. as you do, wow. to clear your head, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I chose India because of the very thing we started talking about at the beginning, because of my interest in the Indian system of wellness yeah. called Ayurveda. <clears throat> yeah called Ayurveda. And I went to the state of Kerala in southern India, yeah. where Ayurveda began 5,000 years ago. And I went there for three weeks on my holidays. And I stayed for 15 years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So what, so why, so what was it about it? And, and it, we're so alike, because when I make a decision to move, I just move, right? I just do it. So I can, I can feel how you came to that decision. I, I, you know, I've done, I've emigrated three times. I just say enough's enough, enough, I'm going. And, and you're also the living, kind of the living embodiment. You know, Buddha talks about don't strive and don't attach. You're the living embodiment. You just, 
seek and seek the next opportunity and you guide it. So what there is no bigger compliment and that's one I definitely don't deserve. <laughs> definitely not. But it's lovely. It's yeah. lovely. I so think, why 15 years? How how did three weeks turn into 15 years? Well, this is a I think there's another life lesson in that experience, which is that if you do want to do something big in your life, I mean a big change. Sometimes when people uh, talk about something big, they mean big status or yeah. big money. I'm not interested in either beyond a certain little minimum, minimal yeah. amount. It'll yeah. do me fine as is. There are other things that are much more important. Mm. But I think once you get into that groove, uh, you, you don't do forward planning for 15 years. I've never done planning in my life. I left the hotel I was staying in naturally after three weeks because I couldn't afford to go on living in a hotel. Yeah. Uh, and I rented a little house and I thought I'd write a book. The book was never written. Um, and then I thought I'd better put a roof over my head. So I bought an old building that needed doing up. Wow. And uh, I, I refurbished this landmark building and I put in a swimming pool because I knew I could never afford a swimming pool in the Western world. And here was my chance. And I tried to learn to swim when I was 38 by getting into a pool at five o'clock in the morning, which right. I despised and dreaded. So I thought, by God, I'm having me a swimming pool before I die. Yeah. And then to cut a long story short, um, we're still at the early days. We're still at about year two. And I wanted to take in some guests at weekends to this place for company, to be honest with you, yeah, yeah, just yeah. company. And I had to get... Uh, permissions, legal permissions, to change my residence into a business. Yeah. And the big boys from the capital, Delhi, came down, looked at the refurbishment, which was rather good, may I say, looked at the pool, little restaurant, little Ayurvedic wellness center, and said, you've done a super job. We hereby declare you a hotel owner, the owner of a heritage hotel of India. Wow. Four star. Well, I nearly died. I thought, Jesus, what am I going to do now? How yeah, do you yeah. run it? Yeah. And so the whole uh, journey began, the yatra, wow. the Sanskrit word for journey. That's how wow. it started. Wow. And so it sounds to me like you're very much a free spirit. I can imagine you being there by yourself. And so you were making this, you were kind of, this was the predecessor of the whole Marigold Hotel thing, wasn't it? Kind oh, of. stop it. Listen, every, I'm sorry, but everybody says that. Everybody says and, that. I always have to go on the defense and say, everything you saw in that film that was outside the hotel is absolutely accurate. My little hotel was not like the inside. Okay, okay. Like posh, small but posh. So but, but, the, the main point I wanted to say was that there's definitely a free spirit in, in you. Would you say there's a free spirit and you've just gone and done, you haven't waited for a partner to come with you, you've just gone and done things and it, would, would that be right? There's, there's a would that would be spirit. right. Because, you know, I suppose it is, I've never thought of myself in that way. But when you look at other lives, just now yeah. I'm thinking of it, and they stay in the same job, and in the same town, and in the same house, and maybe also with the same partner, which is lovely yeah. if you can. Yeah. Uh, God of Almighty, no, that, that wouldn't quite be me. And I move with ease. You see, there are other yeah. people who would be sick with worry. And I, I hear some of the worries in the talks, you know. Some people will say, I have a mortgage, I can't go. I say. I had a mortgage, I went. Or they say, I have kids, I can't take them out of schools. And mm -hmm. I'll say, but I know loads of good schools in my area of India. They're in every village in the world. Yes. So yeah. those are the people, Simon, I feel, that look for obstacles. They're going to find obstacles anyway. 
and I they're know. maybe better off staying where they are. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. So in terms of the work you do, maybe just describe what, what, how you occupy your time today. I mean, Oh, I, I don't have a minute. I don't have a minute. I love it. I get up at the dawn four or five in the morning. I don't need to, but I'm one of that minority of people who, who doesn't need more than about five to six hours sleep. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I go out into the garden and I make these little wellness videos. Yep. You've yep. seen some of them. I've seen them. many of them. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. I find them so relaxing, you know. Really, do you? I do. Well, I that's do. a very good way to live a life yeah, in yeah. a nice, relaxed state. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I do that. And I study a lot. I'm continually learning. It's my great love in life is learning new things. And it's yeah. all about wellness, looking at how to be happier. Because I think that has to be the ultimate goal, how yeah. to be happier. And then I write things. I appear on television still as a guest. I published a little book of wellness quotes just last November. I saw that. I saw that. You see that? God, you, you missed nothing. <laughs> um, and I'm working on another one. And I'm thinking of at the moment putting up and getting together a website uh, that may uh, offer the customer the opportunity to buy some wellness gifts. Now that yeah. is very much at its early stage. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. you're the first person I've mentioned it to. But the one thing that I do every day that is very important is I do nothing yeah. for some part of the day. Yeah. Now in our Western culture, it's come to be almost heroic that we're busy all the time. You meet the guy who says, oh, I had a great week last week. I was so busy at work. Sorry, mate, you're going to kill yourself soon. I agree, I agree. So I, I put into the diary, uh, do nothing. And I just sit still yeah. and maybe do a little meditation. It's yeah. lovely, love it. So never bored. That's so important. I mean, you know, I've, I've mentioned my online corporate cool LinkedIn profile, but also I'm involved, you know, I've, I've met a guy here called uh, Justin Caffrey. I just shout out to him. Oh, Justin, yeah. Amazing guy. Oh, you know, Justin. Um, I, no, all through social media. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we, we got together and, and, and so we, you know, we write together on this website, Mindset and Mindfulness. And, and, but he was also, so he's a friend. We've been a business partner, but also he took me through a form of therapy that he went through and it's called Brief Subjective Emotive Therapy. And there's an Indian uh, doctor in Dublin called Dr. Pradeep Chadha. And so Justin, basically when he met me two years ago, he saw this busy mind and this completely, the sort of person you mentioned, right? And, and so for the first few months, we would walk in silence in Ticknock Wood in Enniskerry, uh, in silence for half an hour. And I found it impossible the first two or three times because my head was exploding with stuff. And by the end of that summer, I noticed that my head wasn't making any sound or noise. And all I could hear was the sound of twigs under my feet. And, but that therapy, that, that therapy is all about, if you can imagine, you know, a full bottle of water that people take to the gym and it's full of anxiety and worries and depression and, and ego and anger. And the aim of this therapy is to reduce the level of water, flush some of that rubbish out, right? Cause you can't fix the past and there's no point in worrying about the future. And as you said, once you've, created a gap, that lovely gap, that space, then you can truly relax and enjoy the world. And so I really, it really, I could talk to you for hours. So in terms of, in terms of, you know, your priorities in life, your priorities in life today, what, what would you say would be your priorities in life? Right. Well, I suppose there could be so many, but the one that I find the most useful because it contributes to overall contentment on the path to happiness, to health 
of the body and the mind, mind uh, that one is living in the now, yes. living in the present moment. And the little exercise that I give people in the talks, if they want to practice that, because as you said yourself, so many people, Simon, they live in the past, all the regrets that should have, would have, could have. And at the moment, well, there is no future that we can describe exactly. because it's so uncertain. Yeah. Uh, so now is a good time to, to start this practice if people are not doing it already. And yeah. the, the way you can lead yourself into it is to just simply write down in the morning when you wake up about half a dozen things that you're grateful for yeah. that are happening in your life now. Yeah. That will lead you to thinking about the now and not yeah. that other crazy thinking that you were talking about. No, that's so powerful. That's so powerful. I've been through recovery and having your gratitude list in the morning and the evening is a key part of that recovery. It saves lives. It actually saves lives, you know, because yeah. we, we, we are all worried. And Eckhart Tolle talks about, you know, the past is previous moments of now and the future is future projections of now. And so there is actually no such thing as the past. It doesn't exist. It did. It was a previous now, and there's never such thing as a future. It's in our imagination. So all That's we have is now. But don't yeah. you think it's mad that we all rush around thinking that the future exists? It doesn't actually exist. Crazy. It's crazy altogether. And I haven't done that in years. Not, not in, I don't know how long. Uh, and wonderful. I just, it almost disturbs me when I see other people. I know. And particularly friends. And they won't mm. listen to me, you know? know. They're, they're still killing themselves mentally and physically. And I one know. day that reality may happen to them far too early. I so know. yeah, I, I would hope, wouldn't it be great if this awful COVID-19 actually taught that lesson and there was that bit of a change in yeah. consciousness and in goals and hopes and things you lead your life by. Let's I think living hope. in the now is a great one. It's perfect. And so if you were going to go back and... If you, as B.B. Baskin today, went back in time to talk to the 20-year-old version of B.B. Baskin, what two or three words of advice would you give yourself to give yourself the best life ahead? What two or three things would you whisper to yourself? May I quote that most elegant and talented of British actresses, Helen Mirren? Yes. And may I use a four-lettered word like she did? Go ahead. <laughs> I would say to my 20-year-old 20 20 self, don't give a fuck about anything. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect. Let's just let's leave it at that. That, that sums life perfectly. That sums it perfectly. I've peaked, peak, Simon. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> You've made it. You've made it, BB. So yeah. how how do people find how do they find out more about you and your work and how oh. do they connect with you? I have a website, and it's simply called bbbaskin.ie. Perfect. And I was told the other day, somebody got in touch with me to try to get in touch with a mutual friend from yesteryear. And I said, find out how did she find me? And she, she said, I googled BB Baskin. That was it. No more. Don't bother looking at Google. You wouldn't know what would be there. But no. yeah, I'm afraid I'm very easy to find. A little bit easier than, say, Mary Murphy. Or, or, you know, yes. some of those Irishy names that are more Irishy. Yeah, I'm easy to find. Thank you for that. Yeah, there's a bit of stuff on the website. And I must add in also to it now a new thing, recipes. Yes. I didn't make the sourdough bread and go down that route of everybody else. But I did turn out some nice dishes, uh, new ones. And uh, I'm working on a thing called BB Scribbly Cookbook. Wow. that I may get around to finish. It's part memoir and part recipes from India. 
Uh, wow. So I'll put some of those recipes on my website, bbbaskin.ie. Perfect. It's been wonderful. I could talk for the rest of the day, but this has set me up perfectly. I, I actually feel light. I'm looking forward to the weekend. And, and that, that last word of advice you gave about not giving an <laughs> F about the world, about the world, it's perfect because let's just live as we are right this second. I think that's the key thing I've taken away, Bibi. So I've really, I've really enjoyed this chat. Thanks so much. My absolute and utter pleasure, self-indulgence, and I hope that somebody else will enjoy it apart from us too. Thank you. Thank Namaste. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>